0: Is a 1% management fee fair? I've been dumping all my money directly into the S&P 500 with basically no diversification because whatever. Now, here's the thing. Personally, I'm not against that, right? Like, that is basically the laziest way to pretty much guarantee that you will have a pretty good investment account, right? With very minimal risk. So I met a pretty cool financial planner, friend of a friend, who charges 1% annually of whatever amount of your money he manages. He mentioned diversifying in the S&P 400, as was the S&P 600, potentially grabbing some bonds and getting into some other index funds. I have no doubt that he would do a much better job at investing my money than I would. But how would you feel about giving up 1% of your net for a relatively simple strategy? I'm leaning towards giving the guy a shot. I'm sure there's probably some AI out there that can throw together a similar portfolio, but I would have to get off my lazy butt and figure that out. I'm open to any and all advice or feedback. Thanks in advance for your time and help. Let's see, edit, just want to thank everyone for the replies. I shall continue slinging my money haphazardly into the sorted index funds, in this thread at random, or perhaps proportionally based on a 20-sided tie Okay, so this is the kind of, like, interesting thing about this, right? Like, 1% is, I think, the typical management fee for a lot of uh, financial planners, financial advisors, right? Which, okay... Right. Whatever. But this is the thing that like you've really got to like think about, like what are you trying to do with your money? Like what are you wanting from your money? If you're wanting your money to grow, right, without really thinking too much about it, literally putting it into the S&P 500 is a good strategy. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, I am pretty uh, surprised that he's trying to like offer you into getting into bonds. Like, I don't know why you would want to do that because the S&P 500 typically on average over the past few decades, whatever, right, has typically been about like 10% annual return with dividends reinvested, Right. So that's ten percent a year, basically, right? And you can give one percent of that away to someone who hasn't really done anything or isn't really gonna be doing anything. And so it doesn't really sound like that big of a deal, but when you start putting more and more money into this account, it starts to become a big deal, right? So what's one percent of let's say a hundred thousand dollars, right? So 100,000 times one is, go figure, it's going to be 1,000. But wait, then let's say that you get a million dollars, right, into your investment account. Then you get the 1% fee, right? Now you're giving that person $10,000 a year for basically doing nothing, right? Do you feel comfortable giving someone ten thousand dollars a year without them basically doing anything. I'll be kind of bothered by that. It's like, what exactly have you done to like make me money? Right? Now this would be kind of like a different scenario where like let's say that you have very complicated finances Maybe you, like, run a multitude of businesses or, like, the financial structure of your business is very complicated. How the money is held, how the money is invested is all very complicated. Then maybe it might make sense to have some sort of financial planner to manage your money because it's just so all over the place in different accounts and different companies, different, like, legal aspects to it maybe that makes more sense to have a financial planner that charges like a 1% fee but if we're just talking about like oh you want your money to grow for retirement and you want it to be remotely safe kind of thing like not too risky yeah just stick it into the S&P 500 and you don't really gotta think about it basically ever as long as you consistently put money towards it and then here's another thing, too, right? I don't necessarily have anything against financial planners, but if you're someone who doesn't really understand investing basically at all, the best thing that you could do is not sign up with like a management fee or whatever kind of thing, is to sit down with one of these financial planners' advisors and be like, hey, I am prepared to pay you like 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 2,000 bucks for one or two hours of your time for you to teach me anything that I want to ask you for these hours, right? So that you could gain your knowledge as to what you specifically want to do or accomplish and you just pay them for their time, right? Where it makes financial sense for you because you're not paying a management fee, and it makes financial sense for them, because you're not gonna be a client, but you're still willing to give them money to learn from them. So it's like a win-win situation. That's the route that I would go. Like For example, let's say that I, I had no financial knowledge basically at all, period. And then let's say I won the lottery for a large amount of money. What I would do in that situation, would be to go to a financial planner or advisor and pay them for their time to teach me about finances, investing, etc. Anything that I want to know or anything that might come up or let's say that I want to structure this money to provide me a monthly income for the rest of my life that I never have to worry about money ever again. I'd pay them for their time and then I'll set that up myself, right? And Maybe you got to pay a good amount for their time, but that is way more worth it than paying them every single year for basically doing nothing, or them trying to sell you some order like weird investment product, right? So no, to me the best option would just to stick this stuff into the S and P five hundred because there's nothing wrong necessarily with like a one investment fund type of thing right there's there's technically nothing wrong with that and also it keeps it very simple right because then you could just literally look at your phone and be like oh i got 20k in the s&p 500 oh now it's 30k oh now it's 50k oh now it's a hundred k, and it just keeps going on and on and on and on, and you just see it steadily grow and steadily grow, and you're just focusing on that instead of like thirty or forty different stocks that you got to pay attention to, etc. Like the greatest thing about like index funds is that they diversify you, but also help you in terms of like not feeling the stress as much, right? Because The problem when you're investing into like let's say for example individual stocks, those could go super high and super low. And if you are someone who has like any sort of like emotional thing, you could like end up panic selling at the low end and basically completely screwing yourself out of money. But with like index funds, you know over time it will steadily grow up. Like go up specifically the S&P 500, you know over time it's just like it's not going to go like crazy straight up like that, right? It's going to go like slowly like walking up a hill kind of thing, right? It doesn't look that impressive, but over time it's just going to keep on going and keep on going and keep on going. It might dip a little bit here and there, but still over time it's just going to keep on going up. And that's the way that you got to like look at it. It's like it's just going to keep going up. Like, for you to panic sale out of the S&P 500 means that you think that America is going to burn to ashes. That's your, like, point of view at that point, right? Which isn't going to happen. And if it does, all of us are screwed. So, I personally prefer a war, like, like a, I prefer more so like a, one index fund type of like investment thing just because it's simple you really don't got to think about it and also like just think about it like this okay so let's put it like <sighs> compound interest calculator alright just to show you like the difference between what you'd end up losing from that 1% management fee so let's say that you invest 500 bucks per month in the S&P 500. You have the initial one of 500, and then you do it per month, and you do this for 40 years. Let's just say that, right? The estimated interest rate, the annual interest rate of what you would end up getting, about 10%, and we'll do that 1% various range to show you what it would be is if you lost the 1%, right, from the management fee so in 40 years you will have two million six hundred and seventy eight thousand one hundred and eighty four dollars and ninety six cents but if you go at to like the nine percent right now you are only at two million forty two thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and thirty cents meaning that you have lost over six hundred hundred thousand dollars over those 40 years of this like management fee right so that's the something that that's the thing that you got really think about it is like it gets very very expensive as time goes on like you lose a crazy amount of money that's why it makes more financial sense to pay more upfront for just specifically the time and be like, hey, teach me within these two hours and I'll give you a grand or two grand instead of $600,000 plus over the next 40 years, right? And another thing that you could do too is like maybe you could just set up a system where instead of a manage me fee thing that like, They're, like, on call in terms of, like, a text message or something where you can, like, basically ask them any question you want in a text message or email. Maybe pay, like, a certain amount of uh, money per month to do that, like, to have that service, right? But still, like, 1% doesn't sound like much, but it is, right? Especially when you start to get, like, crazy amounts of money, Right? Mm, Man, but up to you. I just don't think it's worth it. Just stick it all into the S&P 500. At least that's what I would personally.